Hi there, Coach Alex here from A-Team Fitness. Thanks for listening as I share incredible transformation stories directly from the source themselves, the individuals doing the work and seeing the results. We'll take a behind the curtain peek at the mental and physical changes that make for amazing transformation. I'm glad you're here. And after the episode, I hope you feel empowered to begin making some transformative changes of your own. Let's dive in. How do we track and log food? We don't have either a brand that we can search, whether we don't have the recipe itself, or if we're unsure of the ingredients that are in that recipe, right? So if somebody, if, if we're say Super Bowl party, we had some friends over, they made something, we don't know what's in it, we just know what it's called, and that's all the information we have. Um, how do we know, you know, if we're out to eat at like a local restaurant and there's not like a big brand that we can just search for in my fitness pal and their items are probably not going to come up. How can we log the food that we're eating at that particular restaurant? And so a lot of times I think a lot of us fall prey to because we're not going to get an accurate entry. We just don't log it at all. And that's got a couple of obvious problems to it in that one of the main reasons that we log food is to create some accountability for ourselves, right? We have to write down our food choices and kind of accept and take responsibility for each of those choices without allowing us to just sweep things under the rug. So logging things, even if they're not completely accurate, is going to give us that accountability. But not only that, even if it's a ballpark estimate that's still going to give us a better idea and a better sense of how much we're eating that day so we can overall better manage our calories than if we did nothing at all okay so i still want to encourage you to log food even if you don't necessarily know how accurate it's going to be um, but a generic search in my fitness pal is when you're just searching the food by whatever it may be so the example i want to use again coming from super bowl sunday is something like a seven layer dip you can buy already made seven layer dips um, with barcodes on the container that you can scan obviously using the barcode scanner is always the best and most accurate option there's the ability to create custom recipes. So if you're making your own seven layer dip, you can use that custom recipe feature. Uh, we can use a custom recipe to get a more accurate gauge if we're actually making a batch of something. We can search by brand name. Again, if we're buying from the store, maybe the barcode doesn't work or we threw the container away already, we can search the brand name. But in the event that we have none of those things, the best thing we can do is a generic search for seven layer dip now here's the challenging part and why i generally recommend we stay away from this uh, search method unless it's the only method is because when we search seven layer dip in my fitness pal i have it up here in front of me we get wildly different calorie counts so the first one is 45 calories for two tablespoons the next one's 160 calories for three ounces then we have 110 calories for two tablespoons. We have 66 calories for two ounces. So there's such a wide variety of different calorie options for this dip per serving and for different amounts, et cetera, et cetera. So how do we make sense of this? How do we choose the right one? There's really four key tips I'm gonna give you to really improve the accuracy of your generic search logs. The first of which is to ask yourself, do the calories make sense? So when we talk about this with some of those posts I have with guessing the calories just by looking at a meal, and as we log things, we begin to learn kind of roughly what are the calories of certain items. We know there's about 80 calories in an apple, there's about 100 in a banana, there's about 100 in to 120 in four ounces of chicken breast, et cetera, et cetera. There's 200 in a, in a serving of, of pasta, a little less than that for a serving of rice. So we begin to pick up and remember what the nutrition 
contained in certain food items. So what I recommend is first and foremost, using what you already know about calories, about calories in certain foods and about things that are similar, dishes you've had or have logged that are similar to what you're eating, do the calories that you are logging for the item that you choose, do they make sense? Okay, if we're generically searching for uh, a cheeseburger and it comes up as 200 calories for a cheeseburger, we probably know that that's not super accurate. Okay, uh, it's probably not going to make up everything that goes into that cheeseburger. So first, ask yourself, do the calories make sense? And again, we've talked about in the past about how a lot of the entries in MyFitnessPal and why they have such a large database is because a lot of the entries are user entered. So people like you and I who use the app enter different food items and that makes up their food database. The, the downfall of this is it can be wildly variable based on is that person entering the correct information? Does that person care enough to be meticulous about entering the correct information? Was there, were they only entering certain things that they cared about? Sometimes you'll find things with incomplete nutrition information, which we'll talk about in a moment, where maybe they only entered the calories, but no nutrition related stuff, no carbs, fats, or macros, um, or other macros. And so that can throw things off a little bit. But the green check mark items, which sometimes you'll see when you search for things, are things that MyFitnessPal, the company itself, has actually verified as being an accurate entry and so there's even an option where you can select that will only show you green check marked items so you can look for green check mark items for something that's probably going to be a little bit more accurate than something that's not that doesn't have that green check mark okay so the first thing to ask ourselves do the calories we're about to log make sense the second we can opt to look for a green check mark again we don't have to but we can if we want to increase the accuracy of that the third thing we can do, and I just alluded to it, is is the nutrition information, not just the calories, but the fats, the carbs, the proteins, the sugar, everything that you would see on a food label, is the nutrition information complete? Again, oftentimes what you'll find for user-submitted entries is that the calories might be filled out and the entire nutrition information is just blank uh, with just dashes or zeros. Or maybe it's just the main macronutrients, just the fats, the total carbs, and the total protein is complete, and nothing else is filled out. Other times you'll find entries, and this is particularly true with like searchable brand name or barcode scan entries, where everything is filled out. Everything is complete, nothing's left blank, it's got all of the nutrition information. So when you're searching generically for food items, if there are search items that you're thinking of selecting, just click on it when you're in the in the menu on your phone, click on it and look at the nutrition before you log it and say, is this complete? Does this look like it was something that somebody took the time to complete? Uh, and also do the number, do those numbers make sense, right? Because sometimes you'll find something 300 calories, you look at the fat and the fat is 60 grams of fat. Okay, it may have been a typo, maybe it was just an incorrect entry, but with 60 grams of fat is way more than 300 calories, as we know, so that's clearly not an accurate entry. Do those numbers match? Okay, so the first strategy when we're generically searching to improve the accuracy, do the calories make sense based on what we know? Number two, is it green check marked or are we opting to select one with a green check mark? Number three is, is the nutrition information complete and or does it make sense? Okay, do the numbers match up based on the amount of calories? And again, if we want to see if the macros per serving meet the calorie number, we can do a little bit of math. Remember, there's four, cal there's four calories per gram of carbs and protein and nine calories per gram of fat. So what we can do is we can add the total protein, the total carbs together, multiply by four, 
and then multiply the fat grams by nine and then those two numbers we can add together and that should equal or get pretty pretty close you know within five calories plus or minus to the calories that it's saying it has okay so if there's a disconnect there all of these things are red flags that maybe that's not a super accurate entry the fourth thing we can do if there's just tons of wildly different calorie numbers, like I said, for the seven layer dip that I just searched, we go from 40 calories all the way up to 350 calories. There's some that are, you go even higher than that. So a big range of calories per serving is if we're unsure which one to choose, if looking at the nutrition information, if there's a lot of complete nutrition uh, entries and they all look like they're correct and they're complete, uh, even if they're all check marked, maybe they're just different recipes and so they're verified, but they're just not the same. Like, how do we choose? The other thing we can do is we can use the, all the differences in those calorie numbers to create an average calorie number to help us figure out kind of what's going to be closest for our purposes. So what we can do is if you take like, I don't know, maybe the first seven, eight, nine, ten entries of calories and just get the average calories for all of those different entries. Okay, so add everything up, divide by the number of entries, and that's gonna give you an average calorie number. Then what I would do when you have this average calorie number, find the entry, given that it's got complete nutrition, given that the calories make sense, find the average calorie that's closest to that and choose that item. Yes, the recipe you're using might be a little less than that, it might be a little more than that, but again, with a search like this, which happens to be on rarer occasions, right, because it means we don't have control over our eating, it means we haven't planned ahead, it's kind of on a whim, in these situations, we're just looking for close enough to give us a sense, to allow us to take responsibility for our choices. So finding the average calories can help you figure out, okay, what's gonna be the best option for me to select? Okay, so when we're generic searching, then remember there's four things we can do to improve the accuracy of those measurements. Do the calories make sense given previous entries we've done and things that we know? Is there a green check mark on that item or are we opting to use the green check mark or verified item in my fitness pals database? Is the nutrition profile complete for that search item? And does that information make sense? Does it all match up and align with each other? And lastly, are we opting to take the average calories of all of the different entries that we find, find the average and then select the one that's closest to that? Any of these tools or all of them are fantastic strategies to improve the accuracy of your generic search logs so that we can ensure that we're getting something in our food log instead of just leaving it blank because we have no idea how to log that item. Okay, so give these tips a try, see how it goes. Let's boost the, the accuracy of your food logs. Let's boost the consistency of your food logs, even in those weird times, so that we can get you guys closer to your goals. Thanks for tuning in. If you feel inspired by this story, please share it with a friend. If you'd like to book a free discovery call to talk with an A-Team coach, head to the episode description or visit us at ateamfit.com. That's A-T-E-A-M-F-I-T dot com. We'll see you again soon.